Cryptozoology is, by its very nature, elusive. Thus, we cannot say that we are exactly bringing you the facts, but we will do our best to help you see these mythical legends as we do. So sit back, relax, and wait. What's that behind you? <laughs> Never mind. Enjoy the show! Hello and welcome back to Cryptids on Cryptids. I'm Martin. And I'm Nadia. Uh, and what are we talking about this week? We're talking about... Drum roll, please. The Loch Ness Monster. Wow. Was the drum Nessie. roll like stalling so you could get the document up? Shh. <laughs> no, I feel like also Nessie just deserves all the... Pomp and circumstance. Pomp and circumstance. That's that's the word I was thinking for. I was going to say pompoorily, um, mm-hmm. like tomfoolery, but pompous. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if that's a word, but we could try it. <laughs> I even linked for Marty the part of Twilight that I always reference where she screams at Jacob for nicknaming her daughter after Nessie. Okay, and- I tweeted that clip out today the day that we're recording this so by the time people hear it it'll be like three to four weeks old so just like tweet at me if or at the encrypted twitter if you want to see that clip again because it's fantastic it's so it's so funny see marty was doubting me i'm not like a twilight person i just think that clip is so funny she like throws him out of the house like (laughs) physically it's just incredible she chucks a wolf at a tree it's fantastic like, that movie makes no sense. Like, she just gave birth, and then she's screaming about how this grown-ass man wants to fuck her baby. I would scream at him, too. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I mean, kind of fucked up. Just kind of? A lot kinda, of fucked kinda, up. High-key fucked up. <laughs> high-key. High-key fucked up. But I think out of context is the best way to watch the Twilight films. They're so funny. Oh, my God. If you watch them as a comedy... So entertaining. Yeah, it brings, it escalates it in a way that it's really much more enjoyable. I don't think either of us know really what we're talking about because I haven't seen it. And I don't think I didn't you see have. them. Un- I have. I saw the first like three or something last year. So I was like 19. And it, it's so much like a self insert fan fiction because it is a self insert fan fiction. Yeah. Um, have you ever read the Harry Potter fan fiction? Oh God, what is it called? Your Your Honor, something like that. Where it's like, my name is Ebony Darkness Dementia Raven Way. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's how it reads. There's like a whole chain of events that like starts with like Jared Way and My Chemical Romance that like eventually made Twilight happen. And yes. I'm not entirely sure on what that timeline is like, but I find it really funny. You know what? With every good brought into the world, there must also be bad. Yeah. I think the fic is called My Immortal, by the way. My Immortal, that's what it is. Yeah. I was completely gone. What a trip. <laughs> <laughs> what a trip. Anyways, so that had nothing to do with the love. Well, it did, because Twilight. Go watch that clip. It's very funny. Go watch the but clip. Nessie- Just go to our Twitter. You'll find it. 
go to our Twitter. <laughs> but Nessie has lots of cool things about her, and she deserves to be the favorite. She's my favorite. Okay, so I do want to breach this a little bit right now. We have talked about Nessie on the podcast before. Well, not you and I, but Sid and I. When, like, episode yeah. three, we talked about all lake monsters um, very generally. But I really want to get, like, into the nitty-gritty of Nessie. That sounds uh, dumb. You can't lump them all together. They're all so cool. That's true. I mean, our thought process was, like, there's just too many. Um but we didn't know that we would be doing this show for this long, so. Oh wow. Yeah. I don't have a I don't have a retirement plan. But now we got a bunch of listeners. We wanna wanna keep making this show because it's fun. It's a fun show. It is fun. Um, she says stoically. <laughs> With no emotion or real feeling towards the show. I actually have a gun up to my head while I'm recording this. That's why I sounded so insane last episode. I was just panicking the entire time. <laughs> Fight or flight. Um, speaking of flight, let's talk about Nessie. Nessie can't fucking fly. I don't know what you're on. Well, there's oh, been some but debate. She's a bird. Oh, yeah. Ye. There's been some debate. In the cryptozoological circles that maybe Nessie is a bird. Are there, have there been actual debates that she's a bird? Or just you? Uh, <laughs> um, I might have influenced this movement. <laughs> do you, do you I might be the yourself... sole proprietor and epicenter of it. <laughs> do you consider yourself a cryptozoologist? Because I think that's a bit arrogant of you. Yeah, I didn't go to school for this. Um, I feel like I've been told a lot about cryptids yeah Marty can't actually read that's why I do the research and just tell it to him and he reacts yeah this this is basically a react show it's like Marty reacts I try to read him nice stories every day yeah Um, No, but she does not have wings. That would be really cool if she could fly. I mean, she could. I'm I'm not. Who am I to say she can't? But from what I know. Well, tell me what Nessie looks like. She looks like a large dinosaur-like creature with a broad body and a long neck. Like, we've all seen that image of, like, the body and it looks like a big egg and then the long neck and the tiny head. You know, and it's based on sightings. She's probably about four feet high and twenty five feet long. So she big, she big girl. She got that big ass. Sorry. <laughs> and the little melon head. Um, don't make fun of my girl with a long, wavy neck. Wavy. Yeah, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. She's just like <laughs> she's doing like squiggles. <laughs> she rises out of the water it's like the wacky wavy inflatable arm tube man <laughs> she's like singing like woo yeah, yeah it's like Nessie's advertising cars or something yeah that's why when that's why she's so popular because now we I heard she's getting a Netflix special I'm kidding that's a lie I I think that there are other lake monsters that are coming up in the world I think Nessie's kind of, 
she's the peak that all other lake monsters should be striving for. I was worried you were going to say old news, and I was going to hurt you. No, no. It's like, to use an analogy here, Jenna Marbles was like, top YouTuber Uh, from day one, stayed at the top, like, the whole time. I was going to say, she's the Meryl Streep of- Yeah, Meryl Streep, another good analogy. Yeah. Jenna Marbles, yeah, for sure. And now, I mean, but Jenna Marbles is kind of, like, she's taking a little break. I don't think Nessie's taking a break. That's true. Well, Nessie has not been very out in public these days. Actually, yeah. So maybe this this is hope for Jenna Marbles to come back. Jenna, please. Um, that <laughs> there was like a fear that she was gone, like that they had lost Nessie because she hadn't been sighted since October. But then she was sighted in February. So if Nessie can come back, maybe Jenna Marbles can too. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Um, I mean, all re- all respect to Jenna and her journey. And um, her break, yeah. Yeah, and her break. But, I it's mean... It's like Britney Spears, you know? Like, she's gone through it. She's given us so much. We respect her, whatever she decides to do. Yeah. It's Britney, bitch. <laughs> Is Nessie Britney? She is Britney. I feel like she says that every time she gets out of the water. Nessie or Britney? But not Nessie. No, <laughs> she says Britney. She comes out of the water with her like head, with her long wavy neck going, it's Britney, bitch. <laughs> that is a startling image. So I think we all know that Nessie is Scottish. I feel like that's a big assumption, but yeah. I, I feel like Nessie is the most well-known cryptid. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I know that now because I did research on the Kelpie and I learned that the Kelpie is also in a Scottish lock, but I definitely thought Nessie was in, like, Indiana. Really? Yeah. Indiana. I love that we, as, like, local idiots, try every week to do geography. <laughs> I, thank you for using we as if this isn't just a me issue. No, it's okay. Okay, but like I, I didn't learn in school where lo- where Nessie lives. That's true. But she you was don't talked about school. so much, and she's in so much pop culture that I don't know. My arrogant ass thought she was in America. I mean, you know, it's. I feel like you kind of learn about Nessie and Bigfoot through like cultural osmosis. You know what I mean? It's never is something Bigfoot you're told. You just kind of. Yeah, Bigfoot is in the U.S., okay, but he's okay, not real, okay. so it doesn't matter. Shut. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'll give you that one for now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I didn't know she's from Scotland. But yeah, she's from Loch Ness, Scotland. That's pretty cool that they named the town after her. Yeah, that's really cute of her. It's Brittany, bitch. Um, and Loch Ness is the largest volume of fresh water in Great Britain. She just wrote the largest volume of water. <laughs> in gigabytes. <laughs> Is what you've written here. <laughs> Largest volume of water in gigabytes. Which I thought was Sea of Thieves, because that game's like 120 gigabytes. But yeah, it's 23 miles long, which I calculated to be 404.8 American football fields. That's good. You're I welcome. think people can't visualize a mile. I can't visualize a mile. 
but football fields? That's true. I can visualize one of them, and it's like, you're telling me this is more than one? Damn, that's a lot, you know? <laughs> uh, did you get this in, like, metric tons or, like, cubic meters? What are you talking about? How deep's this lake? I don't, I don't, I didn't write the depth. <laughs> like, we didn't know this off the top of my head. <laughs> if it's not in the notes, I don't know it. It's that's pretty fair. deep, though. Okay. I just didn't write the depth because I didn't, I was focusing on getting the football fields of the lake. How deep is lock? Yes. Maximum depth is 226.9 meters. Yeah, so about 700 plus feet. Holy shit. That's deep for a lake. Right? It's the largest body of water in gigabytes. <laughs> That's true. And I mean, it couldn't be, you know, 20. I feel like 23 miles long. There's lakes that are bigger than that in Vermont. You know? Yeah, I guess 700 feet is a lot. Like. For depth, yeah. But it's not a mile. It's not a mile. I'm not as impressed as you are now. You think about a mile, like, uh, from, like, sea level to, like, space is, like, a couple miles, right? I have no idea. Wait, also, how how deep was this lake? What was the number you said? Uh, 226.9 meters, so 744. Yeah, you expected me to just take that out of my ass? When you asked me how deep it is, you expected me to just be like, 200, 200, I, I don't even remember the number you just said. Well, I think it's like an important metric to know when we're trying to see if there's a beastie in there, you know? Beastie. Like, could you fit a beast? But I think Nessie is also the best. Like, she's the Meryl Streep slash Jenna Marbles slash Britney bitch of sea monsters because she lives in the biggest domain and as we were talking about last time once you fight a cryptid and win you get its domain so that means that she is the strongest water cryptid that's true i mean she's got the most domain yeah i mean for sure she's got the biggest the biggest lake i don't know actually if champy has might have a comparable sized lake what is champy uh the cryptid of lake champlain it's a pretty big lake how big is the lake? You expect me to know that off the top of my head? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I thought we were just asking each other metrics about lakes. Did you do an episode on Champy? No, but we covered him in the, like... I did not listen to the Sea Monsters episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we covered him in the Sea Monsters episode. So the length for... What was the length of Lo uh, Loch Ness? 404.8 football fields. In, miles. like, miles. 23. Okay, um, Lake Champlain is 124.9 miles. Wow. Yeah, it's a big fucking lake. But that's the biggest volume of water in, fresh water in Great Britain. Yeah, well, this is America. Everything's bigger in America. That's true. We like bigger portion sizes. Yeah, so if and bigger lakes. So Champy must be stronger then. But how deep is it? Let me see if I can bring up the depth of Lake Champlain. Oh, you don't know that off the top of your head? Depth average is 64 feet, so it's not as deep. Oh, I feel like the deeper the water is, the scarier it is. So I still think Nessie's pretty badass. Like, Oh, the was, deepest point like is 400 feet for Lake Champlain. But 700 feet for 
over yeah, 700 feet like, for Loch Ness. That's what I'm saying. Is like it's Loch Ness is a very deep lake. Yeah, and I feel like the under the sea creatures are like the scariest. That's true, especially when they rise from the depths. Do you think yeah. Nessie is like a uh, kind of chilling in the middle of the lake, or like at the top, or is like kind of down at the bottom? I well, so that's the thing. People have seen her because she surfaces, but she's usually just like swimming around so she has her ups and downs it wasn't a joke it was just saying it i just yeah i don't know i don't know where i was trying to go with that yeah um she doesn't (laughs) from what i could tell i'm just gonna ignore you so it doesn't really have any cryptid traits that i could find other than just being like solitary and sometimes coming to the surface enchanting different people not by like I mean, being a siren but just by being itself yeah i mean okay i completely lost my train of thought i'm surprised you have thoughts mm-hmm. oh that's what i was gonna say i was like why what um why does this creature need to be magical like, this is a modern-day dinosaur. That's a good point. You know? So, are you saying its age and size is what makes it special? Yeah. Because usually, because this is what I'm thinking. How would it fight the Kelpie? Because the Kelpie sucks. Like, it's suction. It's adhesive. And it can shapeshift and, like, all these other things. But, lock, like, Nessie ain't doing nothing. She's just vibing. So how is she going to defend her territory? Well, I got to tell you this, right? Like, Nessie is a dinosaur, and dinosaurs is much bigger than horses. (laughs) Oh, my God. Good job. (laughs) Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, they're bigger than horses, generally. So it's still fair to fight Nessie with a knife? If you fought Nessie, I'd fucking deck you. I'd fight you with a knife. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's fair. Um, I feel like if I was going to like try and take a swing at Nessie, because honestly, this lake sounds pretty dope. I want this lake. Maybe put up a little lake house. Oh my god, you're gentrifying Loch Ness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, I think if I was going to fight Nessie, I would need... I don't know. I think I would just go with a knife. I think you would lose. Maybe a kayak and a knife. You can't fight both of us. I think you would lose. I, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's that's probably true. I mean, it's a dinosaur, but I feel like I, I'm honor bound to try, you know? I mean, I, I can respect that. Once it knocked your knife out of your hand, you're done. Well, that's why you have a safety strap on your knife. Oh, oh, there we go. Unbeatable. <laughs> can't knock my knife away honestly i used to have like a recurring nightmare when i was a kid about like swimming down into the depths to fight a sea monster um so you know what i feel like that's that was like training my brain was like teaching me how to do it i feel like i'm ready for this fight so it's your destiny it is my destiny to fight nessie those are your visions but so are you willing to fight her underwater I don't think that there's any other way to do it. 
I think you have to lure her up, then somehow capture her, and then stab. Why am I mm. helping you? I just think that drowning, as we've mentioned previously, is one of the worst ways to go. Well, I feel like if I prepared for an underwater fight, you know? I'm also scared of fish, so, like, I don't want to be in the water. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, a lot of the scary fish are in the ocean, and this is a lake. I remember when we went to Maine, like, however many, like, ten years ago, um, mm -hmm. and we would swim, and there would be just, like, minnows against my foot, and that was, like, freaky for me. I cannot. I don't <laughs> like fish. I like them. I respect them. I want them to be where they are, and I want to be where I am. On land, they're in the water. We're separate. Yeah, that's their domain. So I'd be fighting Nessie. I wouldn't be in the first place, but I, if I was, I'd be fighting Nessie, and I'd get freaked out by, like, a shrimp. Yeah. I mean, I don't have this issue. I feel like I could take <laughs> Nessie underwater any day of the week yeah i just need to like get certified in scuba diving first wow i she don't hits know your scuba do deer dead it's true maybe i should think this through before i just dive into the water and fight a cryptid but i feel like that's... i think we should go to scotland and have you fight every single like we'll work our way up like a oh, pokemon okay. game yeah or like any 2d game with bosses and nessie is the final boss Nessie is the final boss. So I, I start with the minnows by the shore. And then... And like a like, shitty knife. Yeah. And then I move up to like crabs. But you have to practice. So you're slowly killing all of like the wildlife. In the <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta kill to one of each. Up. Yeah. Every fish is a boss fight. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know like when you're practicing for the gyms in Pokemon. And so you are like beating up all the Bulbasaurs and like... The grass. Just oh so yeah, I gotta practice. just like go stab a bunch of salmon or whatever. Speaking of Pokemon, did you know that? Okay, you can actually guess. I don't know if you've already read this, but there is a Pokemon that is based on the Loch Ness monster. Is it Lapras? It is Lapras. Hell yeah, dude. Okay, I love Lapras. I do too. Swan Song, so yeah. powerful. Yeah, it's just a cool gorgeous pokemon yeah um so yeah nessie doesn't have a shell but i thought that was really cool that she's or he they lapras are loosely based on the loch ness monster and in french they're actually called Lochless. so really like lake lass yeah yeah i just thought i should americanize that french word thank you <laughs> <laughs> uh okay so do we have some like sightings or like stories about this creature do we ever I didn't realize how far back Nessie goes. Yeah, Nessie goes all the way back to, like, dinosaur age. Mamma Mia. Not Mamma Mia. Um, Meryl Streep auditioned again. for Godzilla. Yeah. And she had to go to in Mamma Mia before she could, you know, do the movies she's doing now. Like, don't look up. So things go way back. So Nessie sightings actually go back to stone carvings by the Pict, which were an ancient Scottish people around 580. Okay. 580. I know I was like joking like, oh, Nessie's a dinosaur. Like, obviously this goes all the way back. I didn't realize all the way back. Okay, no, not to dinosaur era. 580. There what? weren't dinosaurs 1,500 well, years Well, Nessie is a dinosaur. Right? I know, but I'm saying like, you're saying all the way back. Like, how long were the dinosaurs? That was like a billion years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, like 
quite a few. Not a thousand five hundred, but it's still impressive. Yeah. A thousand five hundred years ago, people were talking about the Loch Ness monster. This was pre-Twilight. This was pre-Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> I know that um, that's like the source for you of discovering Nessie. <laughs> Actually, I had heard of Nessie before, and I just think that's the most important piece of media about Nessie. I don't know what to say to that. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> um, the first written account appears in a 7th century, so the year 600? Is that how that works? Is that how time works? No, year 800. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I Maybe? Biography of St. Columba, who was credited with converting Scotland to... Christianity. I just said Scotland. Scotland to Christianity. Um, according to this biography, in 565 AD, the monster bit a swimmer and was prepared to attack another man when Columba intervened, ordering the beast to go back. And it obeyed. Whoa. So I don't know how much I believe in that, but I don't want to make religious jokes because I don't I think Nessie is vulnerable to Christianity. Like a vampire is weak to crosses. Like, like Pokemon, like, what are water types weak to? <laughs> Christianity is a Pokemon type. <laughs> yeah. That's Nessie's weakness. Yeah, so you have to be, so if you want to defeat Nessie, you have to be Christian. Or Fuck. maybe just any religion. I don't know. Well, I guess I'm going to get in a lake anyway. You know, I think I could be baptized at the same time I go in to fight Nessie. <laughs> If you're about to die, might as well believe in God. Well, you know, I <laughs> gives me an edge. Um, I thought it was interesting. Like, this was a written work in 565 AD about the Loch Ness monster. I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily that weird that back then they believed in monsters, but the fact that this monster has survived in media since then is crazy. And not only survived in media, but people have claimed sightings of it. Since yeah, then. so it's a really old dinosaur. I mean, it's a dinosaur, so it, it's age. Like okay, but yeah, my well, theory of it is like this is just an immortal dinosaur. You know what I mean? Yeah, you said it's a dinosaur, as if old dinosaurs are immortal, but no, they're not. No, just this one. Yeah, it's like <gasps> this. Oh my gosh, that's what she. So she survived the meteor, and then she was, you know traumatized and so that's why she doesn't do anything she just swims in a little lake that's very sad it's a sad story of nessie i think nessie's just chilling though i think nessie has like a netflix subscription down there just so you like... think she wasn't so you think she's not contemplating the realities of being immortal i think nessie got over it 23 million <laughs> years is a long time to be immortal 230 230 million years what did I say? I don't know. Your entire race dying out? Yeah, but that was like 226 million years ago. It's like it happened and now other stuff's happening. Yeah. I like my theory better, but whatever. I guess you can still be on the podcast. Oh, okay. Thank you for allowing <laughs> me to stay on my <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think... I think Nessie probably has contemplated being immortal, but I don't think that that's, like, their sole purpose in life anymore. You don't think it gets to them? You don't think she's sad? I feel like being immortal, like, there's, 
I don't know if you've read the book Tuck Everlasting or watched the musical, but it talks about how when you're immortal, it's tough because you can't really interact with mortal beings the same way anymore. It's just like you're watching them. You're like, it's this outside. I think there's a whole story about lake and a water. So maybe they were talking about Nessie. That's maybe. definitely not a stretch. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. The fact that you can like just look on the surface and can't actually interact with people in the same way so maybe that's why nessie doesn't want to be seen because she doesn't want to get attached i feel like it's kind of the same like it would be that way anyway because nessie is a dinosaur living in a human world you know (laughs) just a dinosaur living in a human world sorry Took the midnight train, go. Anyways. Um, to Loch Ness. <laughs> there, you got it. There you go. Um, what would you do if you were immortal? What would I do? I don't know. Probably hang out at a lake. My my immortal. <laughs> my name is Ebony Darkness, Dementia Ravenway. Um, you would hang out at a lake? You would just join Nessie? I think so. If I was immortal, like I you could should... do crazy shit if you were immortal. You know what I mean? That's a theory onto why recently, literally, when I was doing this research at noon, it was two hours previous, there was a news article about this. Like, this was literally hours ago, news articles published about a Nessie hunter whose name I cannot pronounce, because it's Irish, and I I really don't want to pronounce it wrong, but it's like, Yoin O'Fodhagen, that believes there are two monsters in Loch Ness. Like, he is, like, a Nessie expert. Like, I respect this man highly. I am a big fan. I think that's really cool. Anyways, but he believes there are two monsters in Loch Ness because a new footage he took shows two creatures, like two humps about 30 feet long, moving away from each other. So maybe an immortal being jumped into the lake. Maybe. I mean, I like if you're immortal, right? Like you just can't die. You know, like you could just hang out at the bottom of a lake, even if you have to breathe oxygen. You could just yeah, like but be I down there. I don't want to just experience drowning. I, I just want to see what's down there, you know? Maybe once, but I wouldn't like hang out in the lake. That's true. I'd hang out by the lake. Again, lake house. Gentrifying Loch Ness. I, it's not gentrifying. Look, it's my like Nessie hangout spot. I'll make a bar and I'll make Nessie sized drinks. And I'll just pour them into the lake from time to time <laughs> so Nessie can have a little bit of a Aww. bar night. I kind of wish I had a lake house with Nessie right now. It sounds nice. You know? In the Scottish... I don't know how wildernessy it is around I don't know Loch Ness. where Loch Ness is. I, you're lucky Scotland. I know where Scotland is. <laughs> so what are some other sightings and stuff? There's like a whole paragraph here that you have in the notes. Yeah, I did a lot, a lot, a lot of research. Um, But also, you were mentioning a lake house and drinks, and apparently, like, based on Loch Ness, apparently the Loch Ness Monster contributes $80 million annually to Scotland's economy. Whoa, that's a lot. $80 million. This was just on a website I found, so who knows how credible that is. So, as we mentioned before... 1500 years ago there was there were there was writing and drawings about Nessie. However, even recently in 1933, the Daily Mail commissioned Marmaduke Wetherell. Incredible name. Like the Marmaduke. dog? That's a dog? Like the dog from the comic? 
What comic? From the funny pages. Do you not know Marmaduke? I'm 20, old man. Okay, but he's a cultural icon. There's been movies made about Marmaduke. You don't know? Okay. He's a big dog. And he's very silly. Oh my gosh! I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this brought me back to, like, the early 2000s. Yeah, right? This is... That's Marmaduke. Yeah, so that's the guy who actually was commissioned to find Nessie. It was a really big dog. Um, yeah, so Marmaduke, whether it was well, a you know, he could hunter, sniff it out. Yeah, um, he was a passionate dog. So he was a big game hunter, and he was commissioned by the Daily Mail. So remember this: he was employed by the Daily Mail to find Nessie. Along the lake's shores, he found large footprints that he believed belonged to a very powerful, soft-footed animal about 20 feet long. Very powerful, soft-footed animal about 20 feet yeah. long. So he was a hunter, so he was analyzing these tracks, so he knew what he was talking about. Look at the way he used soft-footed, and he said it would be about 20 feet long. I wonder what soft-footed means, because I'm not a hunter, you know? So it's not, like, deep, deep tracks. Oh, okay. Obviously. Obviously. That makes sense to me now. But zoologists determined that the tracks were identical um, to, like, an umbrella stand or ashtray that had a hippo leg as a base. This was wild to me. Like, they figured out that it was a hippo leg. But I don't know why it's an umbrella stand or an ashtray. But either way, um, the Daily Mail basically ridiculed Marmaduke, said... You know, it was a hoax, stuff like that. Um, Whoa. Well, I mean, he's just a funny dog. Yeah, but he, does, he deserves respect, especially after the Daily Mail commissioned him to find it. Well, I'm saying that it, like it wouldn't be... It was his be, idea. I was, I was saying that it wouldn't be, you know, out of reach to say that this funny dog wouldn't do a joke. Oh, I Pull guess, yeah. Pull a prank on people of Scotland. Speaking of pranks... In 1934, so this was the next year, Dr. Kenneth Wilson photographed Nessie. And this is like the famous photo that all of us know. You know, this it's called the surgeon's photograph because Wilson didn't want to be credited, so they just called him a surgeon. That showed Nessie's head and neck. Like, this is the image in the lake that's like far away that shows Nessie. Um, I think most of us have seen it. Look it up. Some would say the most important piece of media on Nessie. About Nessie. Yeah, and many but believed after that photo... But others would say that that's photo... Twilight. <laughs> yeah, some stupid others would say it's Twilight. Definitely not me, <laughs> but... <laughs> after this photo, many believe Nessie was a plesiosaur, which is an extinct marine reptile, which would make sense... So basically, an immortal plesiosaur. But the kick of this, um, something I love, is that in 1994, so what's 90 minus 30? 60, 60 years later, the photo was revealed to be a hoax by Wetherill's son-in-law, Christian Sperling, seeking revenge. I don't know if it's Sperling took did the hoax or he revealed it to be, but anyways, it's believed that Wetherill wanted revenge on the Daily Mail after being publicly ridiculed. So he used a plastic and wooden head attached to a toy submarine. Interesting. Is that crazy? Like, what a story. Yeah, that I told you the Nessie background would be fucking unhinged. This was like a whole fuck the Daily Mail journey. <laughs> yeah, it was a conspiracy, like 60 years. 
Apparently, he'd asked Wilson to do this because Wilson liked practical jokes, but apparently he, like, proved a cryptid was true for 60 years. Yeah, I'm, wow. Okay, can you also say the name of that dinosaur again for me? Plesiosaur. Are you sure it's not Plesiosaur? Is that all you had to say about the story? Is that I pronounced Plesiosaur wrong? I think that it's fucking wild. This is like the origins of Marmaduke, right? Everyone's like, it's a silly dog, but it is actually the scientist who's like, let me play a big practical joke on the Daily Mail. I didn't know until today. Like, I assumed the photo was fake, but like, I had no idea until today that this photo was actually like just a plastic and wooden head attached to a toy submarine. Yeah. So it worked. <laughs> it's crazy that it's such a simple contraption, too. You know what I mean? This was the 1930s. Like, they had other things going on. Yeah, like the Big the big Depression. Um, the World War Two was about to start. Yeah. Shit was going off in the 1930s. I can't blame them for not d- fact-checking this photograph. But yeah, basically, Marmaduke was asked originally in 1933 to do this hunt because... One of the fir- one of the most famous stories and sightings is that there was a couple in 1933 who saw an enormous animal, they compared it to a dinosaur, walk across the road in front of their car and go into the water. And people believe that this made sense because the road had been recently like paved or, some- or updated, I don't know, so like more people were using it. So it makes sense that suddenly there was this real sighting um, and that they saw, like it was posted in the Daily Mail, that they saw this dinosaur creature. Interesting that Nessie is a, I thought Nessie was like a water creature, like in the water exclusively, but this I think thing's it's on like land. like Lapras. It yeah, likes I guess to be so. in water, but like it can walk around. Well, doesn't Lapras have flippers? I, don't, I know you can ride it around the water. Because Plesiosaur does not have legs. It has flippers. I have no idea. I'm not a marine biologist. I am not either, but I looked it up because I was like, I want to know. And I think that that changes the image of this, like, at first I was (laughs) thinking like brontosaur, you know what I mean? Like this huge lumbering creature, majestic. Brontosaur, no, I do not. I don't know dinosaurs. Uh, It's the big one from Jurassic Park where they're like, oh my God, this beautiful. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I actually have not seen Jurassic Park. Okay, well, the viewers at home, know what i'm talking yeah. about <laughs> i'm not a dino girly i'm not a dino girly i was a space kid and now i'm a dinosaur kid i was a percy jackson kid i feel like that's the only thing i can think of that i was like obsessed with really i feel like that is a thing of like like gen gen z you know yeah there's Were not, you not a I, Percy I feel Jackson like... kid? oh i was i read the books but there was definitely like at least in the like 90s to like 2000 um like almost every kid was either like a space kid or a dinosaur kid yeah i was not yeah well actually i feel like that's also guys were especially when i was young like guys were given space books and dino books but we as women weren't really encouraged people kind of assumed we wouldn't like those things but we were children we didn't know so now yeah i don't care about space or dinosaurs yeah that's fair i think dinosaurs are really cool but here's my thing was like i was imagining this big majestic creature that was like walking across the the road right yeah in reality because this thing has 
flippers, it would move more like a seal? Yeah. Yeah, a lot <laughs> like... of sightings people believed were actually seals. Really? Okay. Because it would move like a seal, basically. Like, it's got flippers for feet. Yeah. There was another sighting that ended up being an otter. So, yeah, it's all kinds of water creatures. All kinds of water guys. All kinds of water guys. But, yeah, since then, there's been lots of expeditions. Like, in 1987 and 2003, there were sonar expeditions to find Nessie. Like... Where was, who was paying for this? None were successful, but I did find a website that said in each expedition, the sonar operators detected a large moving underwater objects that they could not explain. I don't know if that's true, but like, keeps the theory yeah. going. <laughs> I'm choosing to believe it. Uh, we didn't find Nessie, but we did find this large moving underwater object that we couldn't explain. <laughs> this unidentifiable object. And we just decided not to not to do anything about it. A UFO, an unidentified floating object. And in 2018, there was a DNA survey of Loch Ness, but that found no sign of a plesiosaur or any other large organism. Again, I'm I'm so ecstatic that somebody was like, "We have to do a DNA survey to see if this is real." Like it shows how powerful the story of Loch Ness monster is. Determined that there's no other large organism, but several eels. So possibly. Nessie is a really big eel. Ooh, okay, because there are definitely a lot of creatures that are more eel-like. Um, like we talked about on the show before, the Tizaruk, um, which is a very eel-like creature, you know? I feel like it would be fun to be an eel. I feel like it would be too, except for the part that's where best. you're slimy. Yeah, that's right. I don't actually know if eels are slimy. One, I know we're sort of running out of time, but I did want to say that on April 19th, 2014, so this was really recent, it was discovered that there was a large creature just below the surface of the Loch Ness on Apple Maps. On Apple Maps? Isn't that incredible? The image of the creature was discovered at the north end of the loch, and it was suggested that the creature was close to 98 feet in length. Jesus But no Christ. tampering was found with the Apple Maps image. Whoa. Holy Isn't shit. Crazy? Maybe I should use Apple Maps. <laughs> Apple Maps got the lowdown on cryptids. Some alternative explanations was that this image could have been caused by, like, the wake of a boat that was lost in image stitching. That doesn't sound very true. Could be ripples created by seals or floating wood that happened to be 98 feet long. Like, I don't know. Sounds like Nessie to me. Yeah. The, like, how's a seal creating wake that's 98 feet long? Like, I don't. That's a good point. That doesn't make sense. But you know how we were talking about Renez? No, you know what we were talking about Nessie being immortal. Mm-hmm. You know what else is immortal? Uh, I, a lot, vampires. Vampires. Okay. You know who Hold else on. is a vampire named Nessie? Bella Swan's daughter. Fuck. <laughs> and it all Wait, circles back to Twilight. Thank you guys. See you next week or two weeks. Um, okay, I was gonna say that like like that was when we were talking about Nessie being immortal originally, I was thinking like maybe Nessie is like a dinosaur vampire. You know what I mean? Sucks blood. 
I the thing is, I haven't heard and en- seen anything that suggests that Nessie has been killing things. Yeah, right. Like, there's no like there's predator indexing and stuff like that that we can do to like know that there's a large creature without being able to see it. Right. Like, there's impacts in the food chain and the environment that would tell us that. So you're suggesting Nessie doesn't eat? I'm not saying that we should go back to ghost well, but maybe a dinosaur fucked a ghost. Because that's how ghosts are made. Because that's how ghosts are made. Um, I still think that bird theory is viable and true. Nessie is a dinosaur in the modern world. I think twilight theory is true. I was thinking about this before we recorded the podcast today, but I feel like when we origin- when I originally started doing this podcast with Sid, I was the one that brought a lot of the feral energy, and I feel like that has been not necessarily reversed with the addition of you to this show, but I feel like there's a lot more feral theory crafting in this show than there used to be, because there's no one here to tell us no. I feel like I've often been described as feral. I don't know if I bring good energy to the show, um, or if I'm even a good addition, but I'm certainly a feral one. <laughs> yeah. For the record, throughout this podcast, because I need to do something with my hands, I've completely shredded, like, in the rem- remnants of an old tag. So, yeah, like, I'm surrounded by paper shreds. See, feral energy. Feral energy. I just destroy <laughs> everything around me. Yeah. So, actually, we're going to stream Twilight after this and just watch the entire series. I think it's really funny, also, when people, like, watch movies on Twitch. But, like, they can't show the movie or use the sound from the movie. So it's just their reactions being filmed. Like, there's just a camera above their TV pointed at them while they watch the movie in silence and just react. (laughs) Let us know if you want us to watch the Twilight series. Um, Or any other cryptic movies I think would be funny. I don't think Nessie is the only predator in in that movie. No. Is Nessie a predator? Is she a predator? I think she has to be. Yeah. She's a predator among the cryptids to maintain that territory. That's true. I mean, like, Nessie probably beat the shit out of a lot of different Kelpies and Glorbos or whatever the other creature we talked about in the Kelpie episode was called. I remember you made a joke about usage. Nope, don't remember. Anyways, empty brain, empty heart. Uh, Yeah, I think that's going to be it for us on the show. Uh, Nadia, I put the housekeeping stuff in here so that you could, like, chime in on there. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm reading it today. Yeah, well, we can, like, take turns. Like, you can read the first one. Yeah. Do you want to start us off with the housekeeping here? Yeah. Yeah, I can do that. You can find updates on the show on Cryptids on Twitter or at MYD Podcasts on Instagram. Yeah, that's spelled MYD period podcast because the company's called Midpoint. And I thought that was like clever. And it actually is just a pain in the ass to like tell people about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So if you want more content from us, you can find me at Martist on Fire on YouTube and Twitter. And you can find Nadia at Nadida on Twitter. Which, uh, do you want to spell that for people at home? 
It's N-A-D-I-D-A. And there's an underscore in front and um, in the back. I want to read the next one. Right now, I, Marty, you know, me, am selling mm-hmm. a line of digital art prints on my store at martistonfire.com. Apparently, I've got a very cool sea monster print for sale. Aren't I so cool? Yeah. Like me doing art. I did the woo, woo. this time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can find links to all of this in the description below the podcast. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. And until next time, we'll, we'll see, see y'all in the, the woods. woods.